So, second game of the Eastern Conference, second series, is your Atlantic teams. This is another one of those bloodbaths I mentioned to start the opening in the Eastern Conference. It's the Toronto Maple Leafs, the second seed in the Atlantic. They were 54-21-7 for 115 points, taken on the Tampa Bay Lightning. 51-23-8 for 110 points. And Sheldon Keefe being opposed by John Cooper on the other side for head coaches. Your quick pointers in the series would is would have finished first in most seasons versus Yon. Oh, it's playoff time already. And can we get out of the first round versus looking to three-peat? So for the Toronto Maple Leafs and the Tampa Bay Lightning, again, we're going to get on the stats and the centerpieces and get everything in order again here in just a second, but for the Toronto Maple Leafs, if it wasn't for the Florida Panthers, they definitely would be the first seed right now. And I would think the last team that they would want to play in the playoffs right now is the Tampa Bay Lightning, who has been there, done that, and they're going to look to do this again. Getting a three-peat is not something that's happened since the New York Islanders in the 80s. So this does not happen in a long time. So stats on centerpieces. Let's start with the Toronto Maple Leafs here, Austin, Mas Austin Matthews, 73 games played, 60 goals. Your first 60-goal scorer since Steven Stamkos in 2011-2012. 46 assists and 106 points. An incredible season for Austin Matthews, per usual. He's an incredible player. Mitchell Marner, 72 games played, 35 goals, 62 assists, 97 points. William Nylander, 81 games played, 34 goals, 46 assists, 80 points. John Tavares, remember who they sent a couple of years ago to come back home in Toronto from the New York Islanders, 79 games played, 27 goals, 49 assists, and 76 points. A lot of people say that was a down season for John Tavares. I might agree with that, but a lot of people would also tell you, just like I would, I would take 76 points in 79 games bar none. So would a lot of NHL teams. Now the Tampa Bay Lightning side, your stats and centerpieces sound like this. Steven Stamkos, career year for Steven. And good thing for him to be able to get through all the injuries and just absolutely dominate. 42 goals, 64 assists, career high, 106 points. Nikita Kucherov, again battling through injuries for the most of the time this year, but the Russian superstar still had 47 games played, 25 goals, 44 assists, 69 points. Braden Point, a little bit of a down year for Braden Point after getting that mega money, getting about $10 million a year. 66 game played, 28 goals, 30 assists, 58 points. So, between the stats on centerpieces for the Maple Leafs and the Tampa Bay Lightning, it's pretty damn simple. This, both of these teams can light it up in an absolute here hurry. But there's one part between these two teams, especially on the goaltending side, where it gets a lot worse. Now, I put a premium defense in quotation marks here for the Maple Leafs, but on the other side, there is no quotation mark. There is no suspect. So let's start with the Maple Leafs here. Morgan Riley, good to see he played all 82 games for a team like the Maple Leafs who struggled, who had... Defensemen go in and out per injury, just being able to get you know cut and downgraded because they weren't playing well. Morgan Riley, 82 games played, 68 points in a plus 16. He's been the defenseman that they've sorely needed. TJ Brody again, 82 games played, 28 points, a plus 20. Look, I don't really care as much as the production is. Maybe there are some people who would disagree with me, but as far as your production on the back end, 
My point is, can you play, can you be available, and can you stop people from scoring? That was one of the problems that the Toronto Maple Leafs had. Morgan Riley and T.J. Brody have done so. T.J. Brody's been excellent since coming over from the Calgary Flames. On the other side for the Tampa Bay Lightning, Victor Hedman, again, he's a Norris candidate. Uh, 82 games played, he's won it before, 20 goals, 65 assists, 85 points. One of the very best that we have in the league, a staggering plus 26. Mikhail Sergachev, still a big name, 38 points. Ryan McDonough signed a couple of seasons ago, not having a great year, but still one of the big names that can step up during playoff time. 71 games played, 26 points, and Jan Ruda, 76 games played, 15 points. So it's really just Victor Hedman, but Victor Hedman is one of those guys, again, like six foot four, six foot five, has an absolute bomb shot, can play the physical body, can stick check, can skate like the wind. He's one of those guys that can do a little bit of everything. And when you have a guy like that, and you have somebody that's been there and done that, it kind of elevates the play of everybody else. And look, I'm not downplaying Mikhail Sergachev and Ryan McDonough. Those guys are getting paid a lot for a reason. That's what Tampa Bay had brought them in a couple of years ago to try to solidify everything else to be able to help out Victor Hedman. But just Victor Hedman alone and just that ability to be able to score. And another piece that we're going to talk about, this defensive side, they've not been subbing things out on the Tampa Bay Lightning. That's pretty much their core, and they've been good all year, and they've played most of the games all year with the extent of what you're going to talk about as far as Toronto. I have the own separate section here. Rookies in depth defense. So Michael Bunting, 25 years old, he's still in the rookie designation technically. 79 games played, 23 goals, 40 assists, 63 points. Alexander Kerfoot, again, somebody that people would be sleeping on. A lot of good depth and scoring on the Toronto Maple Leafs. 82 games played, 13 goals, 38 assists, 51 points. Pierre Ingvall, another strong season, 35 points. Ilya Mikheyev, 32 points. So... A lot of other scoring in depth in the sense of if it wasn't just Tampa Bay, all these other teams, Toronto has been doing it at the aspect of that's probably better than anyone, especially in the power play line if you knock off Florida in the sense of it. But Tampa Bay is probably one of the last teams that they're going to want to play. But here is the big, big question on the Toronto Maple Leafs. Between Jake Muzzin, Timothy Lilligren, Justin Hall, Mark Giordano, Ilya Labushkin, Who's going to be healthy and who's going to solidify 3, 4, and 5, and 6, the second and third pairing on the Toronto Maple Leafs? It's pretty simple. Are all these guys going to be able to come in? I know they brought in Mark Giordano, former Flame and former Seattle Kraken piece, to be able to solidify that stuff on defense. And look, it was pretty good for Sheldon Keefe's team to be able to go ahead and get somebody like that for a second, third round pick to solidify. I know Mark Giordano's getting a little bit long in the tooth, but he's coming back home to Toronto. He's one of those guys that's always going to be able to solidify, even at this stage in his career, a second or third line defense and try to get you some stable defense because he's going to be able to stay in the correct position, be able to skate, be able to take the body and do a little bit of everything else. But outside of that, Jake Muzzin, again, former... Los Angeles King, couple cups have been there between them. He's had some concussion issues. Timothy Lilligren has been up and down in the lineup. Justin Hole's been hurt. Labushkin's been up and down in the lineup. There's not been any kind of consistent play here for the Maple Leafs on defense, and that's what really makes me wonder as far as how far they can go in that series. And on the other side for it, the same when the beat goes on for the Lightning. Let's talk about it. Andre Palat, Anthony Sorelli, Corey Perry, Ross Colton, 
all hovering within the 40 to 50 point range. So that's all the depth scoring that you can want. Doesn't matter, some of those guys mix in with young and old. Tampa Bay's got to do that as far as to be able to circumvent the salary cap. That's all there is to it. But here's the big question for me. And again, Tampa Bay is so good, they might not need this. But they brought in Brandon Hagel for a first-round pick. And a first-round pick for the Tampa Bay Lightning probably means nothing in the sense that they could be one of the final four teams standing and the Chicago Blackhawks don't get much for him. So for Brandon Hagel, since coming over from the Blackhawks, 20 games played, 3 goals, 3 assists, and 6 points. Because he's going to find his playoff form. Because in Chicago this year, the 23-year-old, keep in mind, still very young, 55 games played, 21 goals, 16 assists, and 37 points. In 55 games, so 37 points in 55 games in comparison to 20 games played and 6 points. Brandon Hagel's not been able to find his footing. But you think with all of the consistent scoring that Tampa Bay's had in that system, being able to play defense, offense, everything else, Hagel's got to be able to find his footing. And Tampa Bay brought him in for a reason, to be able to solidify that goal score. Remember, they moved down from Matthew Joseph and some other pieces just kind of flourishing for the Ottawa Senators. He's an important piece. And they need him to be able to step up. Maybe not so much in the series, but I will mention that going forward as the seasons go along. His contract is very friendly, so maybe they can move on from time if it doesn't work out. But within these next two or three years, they're going to want to see production from Hagel. They're going to want to see him improve. So this is what's going to be another main component. And again, you're going to hear me talk about this a lot as far as goaltending in every series. Because it's obviously very important, but there's certain teams that have it and there's certain teams that don't. So for the Toronto Maple Leafs, pretty simple. When Jack Campbell was healthy, he was pretty damn good. 49 games played, a 31-9-6 record, 2-6-4 goals against, and a 9-14 save percentage. Now, Eric Shelgren, his numbers have fallen of late, but when the Maple Leafs really needed goaltending, when they couldn't find Peter Mrazek to know his way of which side of the post was what, and again, Carolina and Detroit... <laughs> Probably did a good job of moving on from Peter Mrazek. Eric Shelgren had to come in. Pure rookie, 14 games played, a 8-4 and 1 record, a 3.31 goals against, and an 8.88 save percentage. His numbers were much, much better within the first few games. They've kind of fallen off a little bit. As opposed to, for the Tampa Bay Lightning, Andre Vasilevsky, the 2019 Vezina winner. 63 games played, a 39-18-5 record, a 2.49 goals against, and a 9.16 save percentage. The 916 save percentage and a 249 goals against is a down year for Andre Vasilevsky. So that should strike fear in the hearts of the Toronto Maple Leafs. If he finds it, and again, he's not really been fighting it, but as far as Vasilevsky, he's hovering usually around the 210s, 220s, and his save percentage is in the 930 mark. So he's absolutely freaking elite. And Brian Elliott, not so bad, only played 19 games. 11-4-3 record with a 2.43 goals against and a 9.12 save percentage. So he's been very good in his limited action. Again, Brian Elliott's been around for a long time. But God forbid if something should happen to Andre Vasilevsky, Tampa Bay can go to him. And considering the way that the series is between these two teams and the way that they've played and goal, goal scoring on both sides, I think that they could be okay. But you have to really believe on the side of it. I'm going to keep it simple here. For that goaltending, even with all the goal scoring and defense that Tampa Bay has, the Toronto Maple Leafs do not have Andre Vasilevsky in between the pipes. It's Jack Campbell and Eric Shelgren. And Jack Campbell, 
Who knows? He's just coming back in there from the injury. If they have to go back into Shelgren, this could be a short series. But who wins the series and give reasons for both? Now, again, this could be late down the line. When we talk about and finish all the capsules, I'll give some final closing thoughts. But for the Toronto Maple Leafs to win this series, it's pretty damn simple in the sense of things. You're talking about Austin Matthews, Mitchell Marner, William Nylander, John Tavares. Those are your heavy hitters. And again, even when you throw in Michael Bunting, because a couple of years you're going to have to pay him, even Kerfoot, all these other guys, everybody. I imagine everybody's going to be able to score. I don't imagine that Toronto's going to struggle. Any of the types of, you know, Stamkoses or things on the other side that other teams will have, well, Toronto's got like four of those guys. So scoring is not really a problem. What's going to help Toronto in this series is if they finally get the premium defense that they expect. Besides for Morgan Riley and besides for TJ Brody, who I expect to be a, a certain clamp top pairing for the Toronto Maple Leafs for as much as you can have, it's going to fall on Jake Muzzin, Timothy Lilligren, Justin Hall, Mark Giordano, Ilya Labushkin. It's going to fall on the back end, second and third pairings to be able to try to do what they can to stop the Tampa Bay Lightning from scoring. It's pretty much that simple. If that allows them to get enough to be able to hold Tampa Bay, let's say, to maybe two or three goals a game, because I, I imagine, even at that point, Toronto is going to be able to score with anybody. Giving up three goals a game isn't enough for Toronto to have to fold under pressure. I, I believe that they could average at least three goals a game in this series, even with Andre Vasilevsky on the other side. That's how much I respect the Toronto offense. But they need that back-end defensive help. They need Jack Campbell and Eric Shelgren maybe to possibly steal them a game or two. Look. This is one of those situations where if Toronto was playing anybody else, and again, they're going to say that they're happier because they're not playing the Boston Bruins who have been slapping them around every few years in there and just causing misery to all of the Toronto fans. But the Tampa Bay Lightning is probably the other team that they wouldn't want to play. That's who they're playing right now. And again, if it wasn't for the Florida Panthers, they wouldn't even be in this situation as far as teams that they're going to be able to play. But they're going to need some back-end defensive help. They're going to need Jack Campbell and Eric Shelgren to be able to maybe stand on their head and steal a game or two. If Andre Vasilevsky or someone else is not that sharp, this game can snowball in a hurry. And you can find that the Toronto Maple Leafs would be able to win this series. I mean, I really don't think that it's anything crazy. They're going to need some help, but there there is definitely parts to say that Tampa Bay, if they struggle with their goaltending or defense, Toronto can absolutely light it up in a hurry. And for the Tampa Bay Lightning, it doesn't seem to matter where they're seated, how many games they play in a series, or what they do. Their physicality and everything else is going to be able to wear the other team down and absolutely tear them up. Look, Victor Hedman, again, as I talked about, is one of the very best defensemen that we have in the league. He's physical on every side. This team is going to throw the hits. They've always been able to do that. They're always hovering around the top five in the NHL. And they're physical, and they're going to wear you down. And if Steven Stamkos plays the same way that he played throughout the rest of the year, and you know about Nikita Kucherov and some of these other pieces in there, Braden Point's going to have to wake up a little bit. Even in this series, you imagine, I understand... Some of the other stuff with Toronto on their defensive side, they're going to need more out of Braden Point. And Nikita Kucherov is going to have to do his typical step-up that he does in the playoffs. But if you get that with Steven Stamkos and the depth scoring that you already have, combined with what you got on defense and in the pipes, you know what? Between the Tampa Bay Lightning, it's, it's tough for me to go ahead and say that they would lose this series. Now, the one key thing I will mention to you 
and I believe this wholeheartedly, and I will give the edge to the Toronto Maple Leafs on this, the power play prowess on both sides. Again, that's Stamkos, Kucherov, Point, Hedman, any other forward you want to throw in there in comparison to Tavares, Nylander, Matthews. I mean, it's absolutely incredible the amount of talent and goal scoring that Toronto can put on a power play. Toronto, again, I know Tampa Bay is one of the best and they have, for a reason, going for a three-peat. The way that the Toronto Maple Leafs move the puck on the power play is one of the best I've seen all year. I stand by that. I think the talent that Toronto can throw on a power play is the best in the NHL. If Toronto draws penalties, and they're really, really good at doing that, they're probably one of the best teams in the league. It's up to the rest of the Zebras to be able to call some of these penalties, especially for the Toronto fans on that side. Because if you're committing infractions, that just means that you cannot stop the other team. I think Toronto's power play is the best in the entire league. It's going to be a very difficult matchup for Toronto in the sense of not worried about scoring goals. Are they going to be able to beat the man within the pipes? Andre Vasilevsky. If Vasilevsky has any kind of situation in the sense of where he is right now, 916 save percentage and a 249 is not that bad. But if he steps his game up in the playoffs a little bit, Toronto's going to be in a little bit of trouble here. Now, everyone's going to say to me that Toronto's going to go to a landslide, right? They're not going to be able to win a single game in the series. They're done for. Their defense and their goaltending and everything else isn't is subpar. It hasn't been able to find a way to break through. I believe in the Toronto goal score so much that I think Toronto can at least win two games in this series. Again, puck, puck bounces and everything else aside could turn things on their head. That could turn into a Toronto victory very quickly. It could turn into a Tampa Bay victory very quickly. But Toronto's too good to just go away in this series. This, this team looks a lot different, and I will say this about another Canadian team as we go forward in the Western Conference side of things, but this team looks a lot different than I've seen within the last few years. I don't think they're going to fold under pressure. There's going to be some things that have to go right. The Toronto Maple Leafs can absolutely win this series. But with the goaltending and everything else, the way that it is, I will say that the Tampa Bay Lightning win this series in six. The first game is going to be played Monday, May 2nd at 7.30 Eastern on ESPN2. And because there's not a lot of coverage here on ColorCast, that might be the first game that I do when all this stuff is done on Monday at 7.30.